guys to another episode of the We Out Here podcast with Conti and Carlo. I'm Conti. Carlo is out here, just living his living his best life. So, uh, yeah, what you yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> what you been up to, man? Why, I mean, I know what you've been up to. Why don't you talk to the people about what you've been up to, man? Well, first of all, I just wanted to say bless you, and I'm very happy to be here. It's a beautiful Sunday. The Giants won, beat the Redskins. They just spanked them, so it's nice to see them do that. Um, before I even get into my personal life, I happen to see your boy Aaron Rodgers lose that game on Thursday. Did you see that? I mean, I don't know what a pass interference call is anymore. You know what I'm saying? When the man has both of his arms held and it bounces off his chest. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is, you know, that's, so. a, that's a pretty funny assessment. Cause I felt the same way. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, right? It's their first <coughs> loss. They're three and one. We'll, I'm, I'm not nervous. We'll be all right. The defense has been looking good. So hopefully, uh, it'll all work out. At We're least it a- wasn't in the playoffs or like, you know what I'm saying? It was just a, it was just a week four game. So we're about four games in, uh, quarter of the season accomplished. What are your thoughts so far? What do you think is going to happen? I think the Patriots are going to win it all. I can't even lie. The boys, mean, just, the boys are rolling. Most likely. I mean, it's what it looks like. Patriots are looking really strong. Uh, I don't know. NFC is looking crazy. I, I have. Uh, I'm not really sure. I think it'll most likely be. If I had to guess, it'll. Mm, NFC is too tough to call, but the AFC is going to be the Patriots. 100%. I, w- I agree with that. Uh, and then, so I think, I mean, I so you got to win to get there, right? And I'm fairly certain that they're going to get there. So they got a 50-50 shot of winning again. Seven chips for, that means that Tom Brady will have more chips than any other franchise. So it'll be Ever. pretty impressive yeah, in the history of football so it'll be pretty- but i live in new england and i swear to god patriots fan they i'm like most guys will let tom brady fuck their wives that's how much of fanboys they are i just can't fucking stand it it just pisses me off i i mean they got <laughs> they got six <some laughs> chips so that's pretty good right like, it is pretty good. Hey, but listen, don't come to new york don't cross that bridge you already know what happens shouts to eli from the bench <laughs> From the bench. Yeah. Yo, but he's 42 years old, man. I give the man his respect, you know? I was playing basketball the other day, and I was so sore the next day. Imagine getting hit by some 250-pound dude at 42, and you got to get up and throw that ball again. All the practices, the running, the throwing, everything. I mean, he's he's on another level. And he yeah. says he wants to play for another three, four years. And you know what? I fucking believe him. Do you like, think he has like CTE? It. No. He doesn't get hit a lot. Exactly. Me neither. No. I mean, I think I your boy Favre, either. I haven't seen him in a while, but I, he's the person I'm watching the most to see what happens. And There's I think plenty of Brett other Favre football is, players that got CTE that aren't Brett Favre. But yeah, Brett Favre got the shit hit out of him. And he's the, what I mean is the reason I keep my eye on Favre is because he's like a household name. He's like Jordan. I mean, he's not like Jordan, but you get what I'm saying. Like people that aren't fans of football know who Brett Favre is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. But uh, there's a lot. I mean, yeah, he's probably not going to do so great at the end, but we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm pretty sure I gave a bit CTE with my dick this weekend. Uh, 
I don't think that's how that works, but you can expand on that. I'm just playing, man. But she was giving me throat, and it was a great example. So if for yours, for those of you who don't know, all right, your boy Carlo wasn't having the best of year all 2019. If you were to listen to some of the earlier episodes, I may have expressed that for a moment. I was unemployed. I wasn't really doing my thing. And it's really hard to be on top of your game when you're not making any money and you have the diminishing self-confidence of being broke. You feel me, Conti? Oh, I I do, man. It's like the opposite of like that episode when we talked about leaving the barber and having your swag level high. Exactly. Just, how, how can you how can you feel good about it? So if you add on not having no paper plus not getting no pussy and then to not even sugarcoat it for the fans moving in back home with your mom. A player was down like a player was depressed, like his mind wasn't in the best place. And uh, I got good friends and people that surround me like Conti like Big C's and, you know, another guest that we had, Ace, and many other people that I'm not going to name to just go down the list. But shouts to my barber, Tito. I appreciate you because every time I go see you, it's like a therapy session. I always leave that place feeling better. But just to, just to, just to say in general, I wasn't in the best mental state. And boy, has the tables flipped 180 recently, bro. Like, have the tables flipped. So for one, I just wanted to say thank you and I appreciate you for holding me down through those tough times. But man, did I have a hell of a weekend, man. Um, I mean, I saw the snaps. I mean, I, I, I seen it. You seen I, it I with seen your it. bare eyes. You feel I did. what I'm saying? I did. So I'm going to start from the top and I'm going to walk backwards. So we're not even going to get into the CTE shit that I mentioned. We'll get to that later. I'm going to start with this, fellas. If you talking to a chick, I don't care if it's your girl or not. Don't allow her to hit you with a loaded question before she asks you a question. And what I mean by that is don't let her be like, are you busy? Are you busy Sunday? Because you know it's a follow-up question that comes with it. You got to train your woman to ask you the question flat out. Do you feel me on that, Conti? I mean, uh... Train is a tough word, but yeah, I've, 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 I understand the point you're getting at. All right, listen, I'm not calling them pets. That's not what I'm doing with the, with the term train. You know, women are smart individuals. They have their own brains and they have thoughts and opinions that need to be valued and respected. Absolutely. But what you shouldn't allow in a relationship is what I'm about to explain. I'm chilling in my crib. This girl texts me. Are you busy Sunday? And I don't know what I must have been feeling soft that day or whatever, but I actually answered the question. I was like, nah, why? What's up? And then she proceeded to ask me this. This is not my girlfriend. I am not her man. I just met this girl once. We went on one date. She still hasn't given me no pussy at the time of this text. <laughs> I like the clarification <laughs> there. I've gotten it since then. But yes. at the time of the text, I didn't, I didn't have none yet. Exactly. And the question was, well, on Sunday, which is today, mind you, can you help me break down my bed, load it into a U-Haul and drive the truck for me? I don't really want to drive the truck. Freeze frame. What's wrong with this scenario? That's a lot of work for you. For like, that's like you, you, that's just a lot. That's a lot to ask for somebody that you went out on one date with. 
Like you I'm not I'm your saying? boyfriend. And uh and also also where's the where's the like if I ask my boy to come do that, my answer is gonna be, yo, if you wanna come help me pack this shit up and then I got you on lunch and then we'll go out to dinner afterwards and I got you on that too. Like I'm gonna I gotta say that I'm gonna take care of you to just yeah, be like. She did say we could go out to eat after, but it didn't imply that she was paying. But continue. yeah, exactly. What I'm saying is I'm gonna be super clear and be like, "Yo, I got you on this and this because I know I'm putting you out." And you're, and like that would be if I was talking to one of my boys. So that's a little, uh, it's a little, it's a pretty aggressive uh, message to be getting on the after the first date. Help me move. Word. But you know what? I know out of everything that you just said, you're 100% right. I felt all that. You know what was really getting me tight the most? What's that? Her asking me if I was busy and not backed me into a corner. So now if I told her no, I would have to give her a reason as to why. Does that make sense? Because I told her I wasn't busy. So now I automatically feel like I want to lie to this person whenever they ask me that it's like oh l you busy sunday shit yeah i was gonna go to the moon but you know i don't know why what's up oh well i was gonna suck your dick all day long and i thought you might <laughs> like that it's like just just say that from the beginning because now i'm missing out on that you feel what i'm saying so yeah you know i had a problem with that so I use the word train and I use that term loosely. You just got to really let it be clear that, you know, I, I practice open lines of communication and uh, you should just be able to feel comfortable. Approach me directly on something. You don't have to go about it in that nature, because now if I tell you no, you feel what I'm saying? You're now going to say, well, why? You just told me that you're not busy or you just told me that you're not doing anything. Freeze frame. If this woman was my girlfriend and I was with her for three years, this still applies. Yes, baby. I did tell you I wasn't busy and I'm not doing anything and I want to keep it that way. I just want to sit around all day on Sunday with my hand on my balls and just watch football. Is that OK with you? And I'm not asking, is that OK with you? You don't say that to your woman. That's very attackful. But I'm talking to you as a man, Conti. You see where I'm coming from? I, I do. I, I understand what you're saying, where you're saying that by her asking if you're free up she knows that she's asking a big question and she's putting you in a position where you feel like you were you feel like it's almost like she's not asking she's like the way she did it by saying since you only went out on one date right her asking are you busy on sunday it implies that she wants to see you again as opposed exactly. to thinking now you are going to be signed up for a day's worth of manual labor and you don't exactly want to sign up for that except now you've already said no not really what's up and now it's like now you you got to feel like you're an asshole for basically rescinding it and being like i don't want to do that <laughs> like, all right so we're gonna get to that exactly conti and you're feeling me 100 percent. and so fellas out there i don't care if it's your girl for three years, five years, or if you're in a situation like me where it's not your girl, but we're going to be polite, and I'm going to say it's my girl for two days now. You feel what I'm saying? You just have to really make it clear that you should approach me with whatever you're asking me without preloading it 
asking me what I'm doing if I'm busy beforehand to be like, well, if you were busy, I would have just said, never mind. No, because it's the flip side of what happens when I tell you that I'm not busy. And then I tell you it's something that I don't want to do. And then now you have to deal with the issue of the entitlement to my time. And it shows that she's trying to be entitled to my time just because I am not busy and I might have availability in my schedule does not mean that I have to commit to something. Do you agree with that, Conti? Uh, yeah. I'm glad that you agree, player. So we're not even going to address what had happened in the simplest form. We got to we got to talk this through through the story. So what happened was, is when she said that to me, here's what I said to her. Honestly, I'm supposed to be going out of town Saturday, so I don't know what time I'll be back Sunday. So I'll let you know. And she was like, "Okay, All right. For the sake of the podcast and for the sake of people's privacy and not wanting to offend people, we are just going to call that option number two. On Friday, I decided that I have a date with option number one. There's another person that's not option number two, who I'm also talking to, who I'm trying to smash. I invited this person to the Big E. We go to the Big E. Conti, did you see the snap I sent you of my night with that person? Uh, I don't know which one is which. So I saw two snaps with two different people, but I saw snaps. I know there was two different Option options. Two was the one that was twerking in my robe. <laughs> okay. Option number one was the yeah. one that was doing some twerking with no clothes, yeah. and you couldn't see what she was twerking on because I yeah, made sure correct. it was shadows, but you yes. understand yes. what she was doing in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I didn't know which one is which. Like, I can't, I don't know which who's who, but yeah, I feel you. Uh, yes, I gotta be honest with you. Yo, for the podcast, say for the sake of the podcast, this woman fucked me 30 different ways, yo. She was a freak and she was tiny. I don't know what it is about the small bitches, fellas, but they take dick like champions. <coughs> like, for real, for real, fellas. But anyway, we go to the biggie. We have a great time. We hang out. And my only issue with this chick is she has a nice body. But her face is busted like she's kind of cross-eyed. So it's like you'll be looking at her and she won't be looking at you like one eye will be going one way. The other one will be going the other way. It's kind of hard to <laughs> deal with. It's kind of hard to deal with. So we're walking through the big E and it's a bright, sunny day out. So to avoid me not being comfortable with her cross-eyedness, I was like, yo, you see that glasses store over there? Let's go shopping because I, I don't really like this sun. It's been beaming in my eyes. And she was all like, yeah, this that, that. long story short, I bought this bitch some glasses. You bought her sunglasses. So I didn't have to look at her all day. <laughs> all right. <Fair> enough. <laughs> and then we go home and then we have a good night. I let her sleep over because she's really cool. And then by like 830 in the next morning, she bounces. So this is Saturday. Now, I live with my brother, a.k.a. the Big Fish. And my brother has been swimming out here like a true champion. We went out to some bar on Thursday. He met some girl and he went home with her. And people, please practice safe sex. Okay, we're talking about promiscuity here. Uh, There's plenty of brands out there. Trojan, Durex. I don't care what you use. Just use something because uh, STDs are real and you do not want drip dick or worse, a death sentence. So please be safe. But anyway, 
I'm trying to, I'm not to put everybody's business in the street, but your boys have been hot. We've been doing our thing. <coughs> and I'm trying to articulate that I haven't seen this man in days. So I wake up Saturday and I ain't see him Friday. Like he came home Friday, but you know, I was busy. So he ain't disturbed me. And, uh, you know, my man comes into the kitchen. You know, I got shorty in my room or whatever, and he's fully dressed about to leave. I'm like, yo, where you going? He's going to go hang out with this other chick. But my brother's like an intellectual. So he's like pretty like he's a little different with it. Like so what he was doing was he was going to a real estate class with a chick. OK, I'll pause just to hear what you had to say on that. I mean, OK, all right. I got like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he learned a lot at the class. It was pretty dope. But anyway, moves, long story, I guess different strokes for different folks. So, yeah. Um, my man's goes to the real estate class, so I'm stuck with nothing to do all day. I thought I was going to have a partner in crime. I thought we was going to be able to hit the city, do some damage together. You know, when I told Shorty that I was leaving town, that was a lie, but I planned on just lamping with my brother all Saturday and having a good time. So I couldn't do that. So what I decided to do was hit up option number two. So I was like, yo. My brother ended up getting called into work to do something, yada, 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 yada. I was supposed to go to Bar Taco with him, which is a great taco spot, by the way. Um, I was like, I was supposed to go to Bar Taco with him. And I, I'm still craving those tacos. You want to roll with me? She was like, yeah. So I pick up option number two. Mind you, I still have not given her an answer about what is going to happen today. We go out to Bar Taco. We order some tacos. We order some drinks. We come back to my crib. And I sent you the Snapchat of, chat of this chick twerking in my bathrobe. And the yeah. reason she was wearing my bathrobe is because you already know what I did to her before that snap. You feel so what I'm saying? My, so this is what my question. I wanted to ask you this, but I wanted to save it for the Continue. So, so when you go, so when, so when you tell her, okay, so first off, who whose idea is just to start twerking on the bed. And then second, does she know that you're recording her or other? Cause she's just not even looking. She yes. just is head down. Okay. <laughs> okay. All, I just one. didn't know if the move was like, yo, if 100. you just looked at her, it was like twerk for me. Like, I don't look like I was just wondering <laughs> what the move was. You know what I'm saying? All right. So I have done that in my past, <laughs> but I swear to God, that was not this situation. I just had music playing on YouTube through the TV and she just started twerking in my bathrobe on my bed. And All she right. was like trying to shake her ass like on me. Like I was sitting at the edge of my bed and she was like shaking her ass like on my neck and shoulders the same way she was bent over. And I wanted to take a selfie, but I didn't have no champagne in my hand. So I was like, that's not as fly as I pictured it. Cause it's like, you know, if I'm holding a bottle, that's just, that's just it right there. It's just like, yo nigga, your life is a music video. 100%. Uh -huh. So what I did was I just stood up and she crawled towards the other edge of my bed and she kept twerking. I cannot answer if she knew I, if I was filming or not. However, I wasn't hiding it at the same time. But her head's not <laughs> All in right. the video. Her head's not in the video, so she's protected. Um, if anything, they would recognize my little kitty on the floor. <laughs> yeah, your my cat, cat is sitting in the room looking at you like. <laughs> Just looking at you yeah, like, oh, we're playing us. Here, bro. What are you doing, bro? Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, man. So, you know, we smash, and this chick is a freak. Like, for real, for real. Like, yo, I, 
I wasn't doing it to her, but not to get too graphic, but she was giving your boy a deep throat, but she was doing it very aggressively. Hence why <laughs> she might have CTE. Like yeah. her head game was just going wild crazy. She was, I thought she was going to break her neck. That's how hard <laughs> she was going. But the bitch was trying to impress me. She was a little insecure. Like she's not fat, but she had a baby. So she has like that little pouch area. So she was like, like, I don't know, man, but yo, this is where the story gets interesting. So after I smash, she starts twerking like that. And you see me take a video. Yo, she went downhill from there. She went from a cool person that I can enjoy a nice meal with to somebody I never want to see again. She goes, oh, you better not forget about me. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why, why, why would I forget about you? She's like, oh, I know how niggas are. And, you know, like, I know how you guys are. And. You know, if you just want sex, just say that. This, then, and third. I was like, yo, like, we just hanging out. Like, yeah, everything that we were doing before this is everything that I'm still on. Like, we just had sex once. That changes nothing for me. We could do it again, or this could never happen again. But, like, you know, I'll still hit you up, say what up, see how you doing. But, like, at the same time, like, don't fall in love with me. Like, I'm not in love with you off this. Like, she's like, eh, I'm not saying that I'm your girl. I'm not some crazy girl, but I'm just trying to figure out, like, what do you want from me? This, Yo, bro, I just fucked this bitch once. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel and it's you. scary. It's scary because it gets worse. So now, like, yo, bro, I kid you not. Like, I'm sitting down and I'm putting my socks on and she just looking at me, licking her lips, like thinking she's being sexy, but she's more so being gross. And like, I'm like, yo, put your fucking clothes on. So she starts putting her clothes on and now it becomes, oh, I can't find my panties. So this chick starts looking for her panties in my room, but I don't think she was looking for her panties. I think she was looking from through my room to see evidence of other bitches and shit like that. Like she's shining her flashlight under my bed. She tries to open my top dresser drawer. Yo, Conti, how my how her her how are her panties in my top drawer, son? Uh, yeah, that's pretty weird. So I I didn't yell at her, but I told her I was like, "Yo, I'm not feeling this right now. I feel like you're trying to go through my stuff." And she's like, "Oh no, I'm sorry, baby. It's just that you know I came here with panties, and I don't want to leave with pant without panties, and you know this that I don't want to be embarrassed if you can't find them, and if you find them later, that I found her panties this morning, by the way. But uh, yo, just put your pants on. Yeah, so like, now if she's I find them later, I'll let you know. Like what are exactly, we exactly, and that's exactly what I told her. So now we hop in the whip, and I'm taking her home. She lives like 25 minutes away, so now I gotta like deal with that. And yo, instead of like sitting down and facing the windshield, like she got one leg on the seat, looking at me the whole time, all googly eyed, like I'm her man. She licking at she licking her lips at me again, the way she was licking her lips at me on the bed, and then she goes, "Has anybody ever sucked your dick while you drove?" I'm like. Nah, that's dangerous. That's how accidents happen. <laughs> like, I don't want you anywhere near my dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, this bitch yeah. is creeping me out. And I think that I got me like a crazy broad. Like, I don't ever want to see her again. Fast forward. I drop off. I come home. She texts me. You get home safe? I almost curved it, but I, I ain't want her to go crazy on me. So I was like, yeah, I just I just pulled into my driveway not too long ago. And she says, great. By the way, uh, tomorrow, 
she was like, by the way, tomorrow, um, are you coming to help? And I was like, I'm still waiting to see what Seeds is trying to do. But I'll let you know. And then I realized why I myself edited myself for this girl. So I told her straight up. I was like, actually, you know what? I'm leading towards. No. And she was like, why? And I was like, because I don't really want to get involved with that situation. You know, I don't feel like driving to U-Haul. I don't feel like meeting your dad. All that shit that you're trying to have me do. I'm not trying oh, to do. Oh shit! Her dad was gonna be there. Her dad was gonna be there. So what you so need me to drive the fuck truck he ain't driving the U-Haul? Yeah, that's what, see, that's some other shit. Like I thought you, I see. Oh uh, yeah, that's 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 Yo, crazy. This I thought this girl was like by crazy. herself. I thought this girl no. was like by herself. Because like, why no. would she want to introduce you to her dad? Why would she want to be like, hey, this is this guy that I talked to one time. Like here he is. Like you feel what I'm saying? That I don't even know. You know. That's that's exactly why I told her no. She took it well, but she ain't taking it well. So I hit her up this morning. Good morning. I found your panties. And then we had a little. Had a little laugh about that. And. uh, I threw them shits away. Them shits are in my garbage can as we speak. (laughs) All right. So. Yo, fellas. It's I. It's like what I said on the last episode, and we're going to have a whole episode de- dedicated to that. But, yo, talk to as many as you can, because that way you'll practice your mastery and your responses will just get better over time. And, you know, you're going to slip up sometimes. Like, I was feeling soft. She was like, are you busy? And I was like, nah, why? What's up? Nah. Next time she asks you that, be like, what are you, what are you thinking about? Don't even answer her question. Just be like, why? What's up? Not don't give her a yes or no. Like how I said, nah, why what's up? Nah, that's wrong. This is why what's up. That way you can master your responses to these chicks. Yo, but at the same time, son, you can't. Yo, some of these chicks are really out here bugged out, son. You gotta catch that shit preemptively. Cause right now, I'm dealing with a chick that's clearly a little crazy. Wouldn't you agree, Cece? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a little that's a little weird. Like it's just it's more like why would you want some random person to meet your dad like you don't even know that person like you you went on one date to this is the one that you took to fucking this is option two bar Bar taco she's the twerker no but you no no no. i know that part but you the first time you took her out was you sent the snap when y'all was eating outside right at a particular chain restaurant when he was outside no, outside of Chipotle. that's somebody else. <laughs> okay, oh, okay. I thought that's who that was. Yo, your boy has been hot out here, son. Right. Yo, I'm sorry, yo, fellas, fellas. If you haven't caught wind, your boy smashed two bitches in less than 24 hours this weekend. He's he's feeling pretty good right now. Like, hide your girl in these streets, okay? Because I'm out here. Continue, CC. I I just think that that's weird. <laughs> that that you shouldn't want someone to be uh you shouldn't want someone like that to meet your father in the first place like what do you need like but that's also a red flag too is that you ain't got nobody to come help you move like she just met you like how many days before that 
that's a that's a little bit. Yo, of a bro, flag. I think it's just her trying to see how far she, how far I was willing to go, and what type of shit that I'm on. You feel what I'm saying? But more so importantly, why would she even be comfortable enough to ask me that? That's the question that I'm asking myself. You know, like yeah. if she didn't know me, she would have had to figure it out. I just entered your life. How am I elevated to a platform where I could help you move your bed? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's seems like a big jump, but I mean, it is what it is. She's crazy. So that one is going to be, I mean, I know that you're going to say it's deaded, but, uh, the way you said that you was giving her CTE, I imagine that a week or two from now, she'll remake an appearance when she drives herself out there. Yo, listen, man, I don't know if it's worth it. But that yo. Okay. So we went out to eat prior to that uh-huh and uh she was telling me about the tattoos that she has she has four of them uh-huh. one in particular was she has a cobra snake she has the tramp stamp cobra snake so it's right above it's on the lower back above the ass and written across the cobra snake snake as the name nicole which is her middle name but she was like it's also her alter ego in the bedroom oh i met nicole nigga what i met nicole I wonder why, uh, and and okay, well, I'm just gonna say this. It's it's crazy to me that someone that has a snake tattoo on their lower back with their alter ego, and she tells dudes about it at the first time they go to the restaurant, can't find and sustain an actual man who wants to help her move above, move her fucking bed. <laughs> like you could, you would never imagine. Like yo, oh you, get, God, you get bro. what you put out into the universe, and if you put it out there, I throw it back for some tacos, like. That's what you get back. <laughs> That's what you get back in the world, you know? Yo, bro, man. And uh, I'm not trying to paint a picture of myself. This is not the type of woman that I want to form a relationship with either. Hence why I think she was all like, you better not forget me. This, that, and third. Because, yo, that's probably every dude that hits it. Never hits her up again. Yeah. They all feel exactly how I feel. Yeah, which is... You can't make up for how crazy you are. Yo, she has a kid. All this extra shit. The reason she has a kid is some nigga fucked up and accidentally knocked her up. And now he's associated with this bitch for life. Yeah. Don't be that guy, fellas. Like I said, there's many brands out there. Trojan, Durex, Lifestyles. That's what right. else we got One day, they're, they're working on that male birth control out in Japan. So then pretty soon you'll be able to take that and they ain't got no problems. Fuck around, be sterile after that. Eh. I'd have to see a lot of clinical trials. Well, that's, they, they do that. That's, that's, that's part of the process, <laughs> right? That's, that's, that's how it works. <laughs> I need to see a 20-year span effect. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be for me in my lifetime. Oh, it'll be for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but yeah, man, the moral of the story, fellas, I don't even think there is one. There's always one. And for this one, um, know the signs. I don't know. What do you think, Conti? You think that applies? Yeah, I think that just some of these people are actually crazy. And I, I think that, I don't know. I mean, that one is pretty crazy. It's pretty aggressive, but it's like... She's like Justine Chapman. She has a snake tattooed above her box trying to tell yeah. people she's a virgin. Yeah, she's like... It's like, what are you doing? Like, that's... I don't know. That's just but weird. The other one, though, I didn't give her CTE, but I definitely gave her fucking 
a merry-go-round whirlwind. I don't know if I want to see her again either, though, bro. I got something in my system where I think I just have a lot of living to make up for, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, I feel you. But it's not like you're particularly looking for someone to spend the rest of your life with. You're not, you're not, your pool is not filtered out to chicks I would want a long-term relationship with. Your pool is, uh, oh, she looks good. Let's go get some tacos. That's the, right. that's the, that's the filter that's open. So then when you start hanging out with them and you realize like, Ooh, this one's a dud. Like that's like, you're going to, you're going to find quite a few duds in there. No, but uh, ultimately, not everyone yeah, is I would a like magical to... flower who, who everyone wants to marry and have kids with. That's a fact, but I am open to that because I tell you what, man, the last time I fell in love, I wasn't looking for that shit. I was just moving through my life, but I also blame I was living in a house with two of my friends who both had girlfriends. I felt like I had to just get on that wave. At the Come same on, time. no, that don't. That's not on us. I'm that blaming not on us. I'm blaming y'all. That's, that's not on us. You can say that it's on us, but that's that was not on us. That was on y'all. That was on you. But but listen, yeah. man. Now, nah, honestly, the fuck. You know the fucked up thing is though. I think I'm too nice to these girls to some degree, and um, you know, it's like I'm the kind of guy like. That's not a date. Us getting tacos. That's not a. I wanted tacos. If you didn't come, I would have went there and got some tacos for myself. I'm so comfortable with myself. I would have ordered tacos sitting down there by myself, looking at my phone, ate my tacos, ate a drink, and then bounced at the bar. I feel you. I feel you. But to keep it real, you you, you be throwing those blue hearts out there. Sometimes you be snap. You be sending the team the pictures. Of you joking with these girls, and you be throwing hearts. If I said you the there. red heart is real, I'm saying that on the record. Everybody, yeah, they don't know that up heart. front though. They don't know that. They just think you got the blue one highlighted on your keyboard. Oh no, that's that's intentional. Mama gets the red heart. The red heart's highlighted up there too. Where? Well, they don't know that. My team gets the red heart. The hobo. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not heartless, man. I'm just playing the game. I'm taking the game back, fellas, because these bitches got us fucked up. There's dudes out here fucking the game up, begging for pussy, man. You got to understand, dick drives this car. Dick makes the world go around. Pause, no homo. But they be saying, who run the world, girls? Mm-mm. Name a bitch in charge. Until you marry him. And that's my point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> no filter i'm fucking drunk and high right now all right uh, i'm smoking i'm drinking miller high life the champagne of beers i feel you i feel you You're having a good time man you had a good weekend i'm i'm capping it off with the podcast with my homie where conti uh, anyway man yeah 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 did you happen to notice that freaking they're trying to say that I, I, not that they're trying to say my bad. I word that wrong. Um, did, did you notice? Uh, I can't remember the, the corner's name, but Antonio Brown going back and forth with the dude on Twitter. Like, yo, you uh, so he went back and forth. So no, no, no. Okay, so this is what happened. Um, that was with Eric Weddle, and what happened was, uh, so uh, Antonio Brown wrote on Twitter. He said. Um, he said something along the lines. Oh, he said, uh, AB said, the game need me like I'm test answers. So then Golden Tate, right, the wide receiver for the Giants, said what? And then 
Eric Weddle responded to that one that said, mm. Def don't, right? So Eric Weddle is a, a safety for, I think, the Rams. Is he on the Rams now? I think he's on the Rams. Anyways, so then some random dude, Fantasy Fred, just tweeted back at the Def Don't and said, Weddle, I fuck with you, bro, but you can't guard AB over the top, man. And then Eric Weddle just responded, I don't, don't need have you. To. Isn't on a team. Not on a yeah. team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clap back of the year. Clap back of the year. And then uh and then A B said, You need some attention, little man. Glad I put that's that stuff arm in your neck in Pittsburgh. You deserved it, little Weddle. Like, all right. His shit talk was so weird. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't really understand what A.B. was trying to come back with. He kind of should have just he, left that one alone. I think he, uh, I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure he stiff-armed him in a game, and that's what he's referring to. But, like, yo, Antonio Brown, man, you just sabotaging your whole fucking life out here. Like, you don't, you need to, uh, oh, yeah, he stiff-armed Weddle on, when Weddle was on the Ravens. Mm. But still, like, it's just Antonio Brown out here fucking his whole life up. And uh, it's just, it's, 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 it's honestly, it's, it's sad. It's fucking sad. Uh, Do you think he might have mental health issues? Uh, it's tough to say. Because he might just be a piece of shit, right? So it's really, it's tough to say, right? Because, like, cause like it, it's tough to say because it's, like, apparently he's always kind of been a dick in, um, but the Steelers dealt with him, and then he just got more and more. Some of these guys, some guys get famous and don't understand that uh, they have, like, a limited lifetime, right? And then they want to blame all the mistakes around them on other people. And then that it couldn't be... It couldn't be them, right? Like, it it couldn't be my fault. It's It's everyone else's fault. Like, for example, when he got fired, he started posting up... Um, things like he posts up like the inspirational quote. Sometimes people destroy you precisely because they rec- precisely because they recognize your power, not because they don't see it, but because they see it and they don't want it to exist. It's like my dude, you got fired because a girl threatened, said that you sexually assaulted her, and then the NFL didn't do anything about it, and then you threatened her via text messages. Like, what are you talking about, right? The NFL still didn't even ban you. They interviewed this girl for ten hours. 10 hours and they didn't even put him on the commissioner's exempt list. All you had to do is just shut the fuck up, but you couldn't do it. You couldn't fucking do it. You had to try to text this girl and threaten her like she was making a problem. And then you're making a big deal when you say, Oh, I'm not going to be playing in the NFL anymore because these owners can cancel deals and do whatever they want. Yeah. When you threaten somebody via text messages, that's, uh, that's uh, accusing you of a crime. That's that's a bad look. Then he's out here, like retweeting the Master P video where he's out here and he's like, "Oh, when they do these to these black athletes, it's like, oh my god, stop, stop, go drag, go drag Uncle P in it." But but what I'm saying is like, stop, 
This is not a black athlete thing. This is a, this guy's a fucking idiot thing. Right. Like, like don't, don't die on this shield with a B like, don't be putting your name next to this guy. And like, don't, don't die for this one. Right. There are some people that probably did some shit that don't deserve to, um, that don't deserve to get pushed out of certain things. You're one of them, right? You, you, you fucked up your whole time with one other team. Then you go to a second team in the year and still get $9 million, right? You got a $9 million signing bonus. They don't usually give that. I think it's because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, there's some sort of thing if you get cut and then you get re-signed that the money is like becomes the new team. I don't know exactly how it works. Either way, he had to make it another like 11 days before they had to pay him the 9 million bucks. And you weathered the storm, dude. You went from the Raiders to the Patriots. And the one thing the Patriots say is don't be a fucking problem, right? They've picked up plenty of broken Dude, look what they're doing for fucking Josh Gordon, right? Josh Gordon has got suspended twice while he's been on the team. And they're just like, fine, he's a great athlete. Stay on the side, and when you come back, you come back, right? They weathered the storm with Josh Gordon. They're like, let's take Antonio Brown, right? We got a good organization, and we can deal with a guy who's a little crazy if he just is willing to play within the lines. And so he gets a different chick who threatens to, who says that he didn't, he didn't pay her for this painting that he did of his house, the inside of the inside of his house, and that then he tried to sleep with her when he had her in the crib, and then they go and they interview her for ten hours. NFL interviews her for ten hours and doesn't suspend him and put him on the uh like and doesn't put him on the commissioner's exempt list, which is where they can put him on to basically. The NFL can suspend him, and the teams don't have to pay him. It's basically like they suspend him pending a review. And they didn't put him on that immediately, which means that the 10 hours, probably it was all hearsay, and they didn't see anything, and they figured, you know what, this will blow over. And then you text this girl and threaten her. You send a picture of her fucking kids. You're like, oh, she's bro- we know that you're broke, and that's why you're doing it, because you got all these kids and no man, and this and that. <laughs> and it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? And then you're playing the... And then you're playing the fucking black athlete. I'm being oppressed. Shit, it's like dragging dog, Uncle P in. Dog, dog. Yo, shouts to Percy, by the way. But Did you still, know Percy Miller played for the Raptors. I, I mean, I heard that. I, I, he I heard really that was on a like ten day contract with the Toronto Raptors and the Hornets. He played for the Hornets. He was actually on the Hornets team and played in the. In a, I think it may have been an actual game or maybe a preseason. Yeah, but he's the only nigga. That you just got to respect and just can't slander his name. I like Master P. He's a very, very intelligent, um, humble, successful rapper slash athlete slash movie star slash director slash movie producer. You name it. The list goes on. But back to AB, he's such a fucking prick that... Yeah, so like he can't I don't see know. past his own way. Yeah, that's what but it is. I, think he I don't could know. Be bipolar, bro. Like he yeah, could just be on might a be. bad fucking swindle right and, now. And and maybe he is right, but maybe he's just a dick. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. And it's right. not like yeah. our job to know that. Like 
that's your job of the people around you. And it's very Facts. clear that the Patriots did try, but it's just like, what do you expect them to do now? Like there's text messages out there of you threatening this chick. And then now the whole entire press conference with Bill Belichick is, did you see the text messages where Antonio Brown threatened <laughs> this dude? And my man, and my man Belichick is like, yo, I'm three, and zero without this dude. So fuck this guy, right? Get him off my fucking team. I don't need this bullshit. Right? Like we would fight just without him. Like that, that, that was just like the bonus. That was the extra bonus icing on the cake. It was, yeah, the fucking they were trying to it wasn't on. even the icing it was the candle. Yeah. And then AB goes out and retweets a, uh, and, uh, goes out there and retweets the uh what a guy wrote about he how he said oh i've never seen ab get ran down by an officer and tackled because uh baker mayfield when he was uh with oklahoma was drunk and then a a, a cop stopped him this was in 2017 there's okay. a video of it where basically he was drunk he was in college he was still on the team but this was not this was his was this the year before he got drafted? I'm pretty sure this is the year before he got drafted. And uh, they got into, apparently some of the football guys got into a fight somewhere. And then uh, Baker was leaving. He was walking away. And uh, he slurred speech. He was hammered. Um, and the cops stopped him. And so then when the cops said, hey, stop, he ran. So they tackled him, right? And so there's video of that. There's video because the cop car has the video on the front. And so AB is like retweets a thing that says like, oh, AB never got tackled by an officer. And it's like, yeah, he got tackled when he was a 20 year old college kid who was drunk. Right. Who mm -hmm. the, the, the cop said stop. And then they chase after him. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a poor choice. But uh you were consistently getting accused of sexual assault. And then we have the receipts <laughs> of you funny. threatening. Yeah. And then we have the receipts of you threatening some girl who right. is one of your accusers. Like, don't act like this is some sort of like they're trying to stop my shine because my greatness and this and that. Like all I all I hope is that he's was saving that money. I hope I hope you were saving the money, man, because yo, he's on the couch and he's permanently on the couch. I think he's gonna be like another Ray Wright. Not, oh, I, I think that I think that what he did is very bad, but I think that there's a sliding scale of talent versus issue versus bullshit you're willing to deal with. And it's the same thing. It's the same as the hot versus crazy scale for girls, right? Yes. You're willing to deal with the drama, the hotter this girl is. Like if she if if a girl is a tan you're willing to deal with a seven and crazy because you get to walk into any place and know that you got the baddest bitches in there. Right. But if a girl is a six, you're not dealing with an eight crazy. Right. I'm just, it's not, it's not worth it. It's the you same as you this. You can't out crazy your hotness. Yes. Well, you cannot you, have more issues worth your fucking talent. On correct. Correct. But there, but that girl, the perfect example, that girl that was saying, you better not forget about me. If she was out there looking like, uh, Emmanuel Sheree, what's her face? Sloan, right? Then yes. you going, baby girl, I ain't forgetting about you ever. Like, Time out, freeze frame, freeze frame. <laughs> the reason she's saying that though is because she's insecure. But, she but what I'm saying is, if that's the, if that. the but same the level thing. of crazy, no, I get what she's saying. But the question is, would you be, ever be willing to tolerate 10 hotness with 10 crazy? Probably, Probably. not. <laughs> 
Like we'll deal with it for she's a the little. hottest girl in the world, but she's a fucking cokehead. She has mood swings. She throws fucking fucking shoes and stilettos at you when you sleep. Probably and not. But, goes but, through your phone. Yeah, probably, probably not. But my point was about AB. I think that's Rihanna. Before we go to, yeah. I think that's well, Rihanna, the singer. I think she's a 10-10. She's just fucking hot, but she's fucking crazy. Because she can't keep a man for nothing. That, that might too be bad. That might be true. Well, she got like that rich billionaire Saudi Middle Eastern guy that's like a fucking bajillionaire that she's been dating for a while. But oh, anyway, well, he has if AB, he's a bajillionaire, you could deal with Ted Crazy because yeah, you lock that bitch in the, yeah, and the room so, is the size of a whole house. Yeah. So so A B, as much as he is done, it's all been unsubstantiated crazy. If he if someone on his team was like, bro. You fucked this year up, right? You fucked it up. And you just go and you take this year off. And then in the, towards the end of the year, you sit, you, you check him into a rehab, right? Uh, You say that he's having mental health issues and that he was stressed out. You blame it on something. His mother's sick. His girl was giving him problems. <laughs> His kid fell down the stuff. stairs. Yeah, you just yeah, say yeah. there's something that pushed him over the edge, <laughs> the stress of the Steelers, and then going out there, and then the helmet, and he froze his feet, and you just say that he got overwhelmed, and it was a lot going on. And you send him to rehab, not for substance abuse, but you say it's just mental health, and he needs a time. Go take a fucking vacation. Go take three months and do what you got to do. And then you got to come back and be like, damn, I fucked up. And I saw how quickly my career could be over. This, this is what I'm doing. If I'm AB's guy, right? If I'm, his, if I'm his agent, this is exactly what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, here's what's going to happen. We're going to get a few girls to sign some NDAs who are all cool with what's going to happen. We're going to send you out to some island. You're going to take three months. You're going to just chill, eat whatever you want, hang out with these lovely ladies. You're going to have a great time out at this island that we got reserved for you. No cameras, no nothing. Clear your fucking head, right? Do what you got to do. Then you're going to come back. We're going to send you to a rehab, right? You're going to get all the help you can get. We're going to get you with a therapist. You're going to talk out some of these destructive behaviors. We're going to spend three months on that. Then you're going to come back. You're going to do a press tour. You're going to do a conference with somebody, a, a, a major female reporter, right? Whoever that is, you know, uh, who knows? But you're going to interview with them, and you're going to talk about how you you just you had a crazy mental health time and now you appreciate whatever and you just didn't know what was going on you let everything overwhelm you and now you're diagnosed with whatever fucking thing that the psychotherapist can figure out and you're working on it every day every day is a new day and I'm working on getting better and I just I saw how quickly my career could be over and I'm just I'm ready to get back out there I'm in shape I'm back out there everybody will rally behind you again because you're such a good athlete and you'll get your third chance but if you play any of this bullshit about how the world is against you and everything is against you, it's not going to happen. You you just have to, you have to just take a step back. You, basically right now, it's like a gambler when they bet a bunch of money and they keep losing and they're trying to double, double, double to catch up. Like you got to walk away from the table. We got to mm-hmm. get this bad juju out of the way. We got to shake it off and we got to come back and reassess because he's so good that he will get on another team. There's no way he doesn't play in the NFL, but he has to play it right. 
He can't keep going down and talking shit about owners and other players and like, look at this guy and look what he did and he didn't get kicked off a team and look at this guy and look what he did and he didn't get kicked off a team. Like this, you can't, that's not the way that you go. You can't point out what everyone else did when you're in trouble. That's not how you get back into like having a career. You don't go, well, I was five minutes late to work, but Jeff was seven minutes late to work the other day and he had a coffee in his hand. So you coming at me and you better be writing up Jeff. It's like, we're talking about you, man. And you ain't winning no friends by going after that other guy either. Like you just got to relax. I don't think he's going to have a job. When you burn bridges like that, when you act that way, people don't want to be around you. They don't want to work with you. I'm not going to compare him to Carmelo Anthony because that's something totally different. I don't know what's happening to Carmelo, but you can't front. Carmelo is one of the most talented scorers to ever play in the NBA, and he can't get a job. Excuse me. He can't even get a job with LeBron. That's what I'm saying. So sometimes your talent can't outweigh your issues. And I think it starts with the locker room and your relationship with coaches, so on and so forth. I think him and Mike D'Antoni have had issues. It's been documented and it's been undocumented. Mike D'Antoni's respected in the league, and I think that he holds a lot more clout. And I think that there's just a buzz in owners' ears that Carmelo Anthony isn't worth the stress, the media attention, everything that just comes with him. So I think that AB is putting himself in that category for completely other reasons, though, self-sabotaging reasons. And he's doing it publicly. He's losing fans. Correct. He's losing fans. But that's why I think where it is right now, today, everything has been quiet for a few days. And if you just go off and disappear for a few months and let other things happen, and then come back with the with the thing about how, oh, I went back to a rehab and I worked on my mental health and this and that. And I realized that, uh, you know, my stuff was spiraling out of control and pop, 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 pop. He's talented enough to come back, but he has to address it head on and he's got to get the fuck out of the news for a little bit. That's a lot of work. And he has to have the head strength and the ability to do it and then carry yeah, through. He has to be willing to know that. The microscope will be on him after he that. He has to. He has to be willing, like Josh Gordon was, right? Josh Gordon didn't go out and say lots of other people in the league smoke weed, and why am I getting singled out? He popped for like twelve drug tests, right? And so the problem is, is that now it's like, what are you doing? So you, so like the problem now is what he did is he took a year off and he came back and he said, I have an issue, right? Where I, I have an issue that I struggle with this. And so I need to work on myself. And he worked on it. And then he failed a drug test again (laughs) and was like, I fucked up. But he again approached it head on and didn't do the whole, this isn't fair thing. And that's why he is still, has a career and he's on the Patriots. And so I think that if he does this, he, if he, uh, if he approaches it head on, AB can salvage his career, but he needs the, the, the self, like the, the self-reflection enough to realize that like, regardless of the fact that other people fuck up, you are also fucking up. And those things can be separate. Like, so, so you gotta just, you gotta, you got to take ownership of what's going on. 
Yeah, and I think you might be I think you might be right. Um if he approaches it that way and who knows if he pulls the mantle, whatever whatever avenue it takes, but the key is like you said approaching it head on. He could end up coming back, but if he continues the way that he's been going, he's done forever. Yeah, yeah, if he keeps going out there and saying like the owners are this and the like like you know players don't have rights and th- and it starts going down this road then it's just going to be like uh nothing's worth this right you're no, just getting bro, close look, to the area I'm not of trying the- to make it I'm not my bad to cut you off I'm not trying to make it about what what he stands for or anything around that but it's the same type of situation with Kaepernick yes he's good enough to have a job but there are other people that are just as good as him but then, you know, like, then the, then it became debatable at the time. It was like, is fucking Fitzpatrick better than Kaepernick? You know, questions like that. Here's but it's like, thing. does it out, does, Fitzpat- Pat- nah, does Fitzpatrick bring the attention, the drama, the questions, and the potential of losing fans around it? I understand the business decisions that the NFL makes. So if they make it around things in my degree, which are much smaller than what Antonio Brown has been doing, I don't. That's why I don't think he comes back because Antonio Brown is doing his himself a huge disservice by being a really big public dick. You feel what I'm saying? Like he's being yeah. a dick about this shit, and I don't think anyone's gonna want to tolerate that moving forward. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Um, I I agree. I think uh, quarterbacks though are a quarterbacks are a fair enough higher i know exactly i get the it. area yep. right yeah like where there's only one of them and it's like the leader of your team like you could take a b and have him be your second wide receiver next year same thing with like josh gordon like and then if he fucks up it's like okay well my season's not over right if i take kaepernick i'm saying that he's either the leader of my team or he's the backup and then i have to spend the entire year Basically, like if you, unless you put them on like the Packers or the Patriots or but he's like secondary the Chiefs, at that point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a team that it's like that if if you put him on any other team that he has a chance that he would play, then that's literally every single question. First time a guy throws an interception, they're going to be like, why didn't you put Kaepernick in? Why is he on the bench? He should get in there. He was really good in 2015. And it's like, okay, like, like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this every time. (laughs) I don't really want to do this every time. Right. And teams like the Packers and the, and, and uh, the chiefs, the Patriots teams that have their quarterback for the next few years, at least that with, with absolutely no question about it. And if their quarterback goes down, their season is over. Like they don't want to deal with it either. Because, like, what's the point? There's no upside. They'd rather use that money on weapons. So it's like the teams that could use them <laughs> nah, don't want to deal with the issues. Yeah. Right. Whereas a wide receiver or a running back, I got multiple of those. So if I just add him and pay him low money, if I pay him a few million bucks for a year, then it's not that big of a deal. So that's really where it's at. It's like I think that's why the Kaepernick one is not as much – of an actual issue causing thing, but a quarterback is like your, the, the face of your franchise. So it's a, it's a tougher, uh, hill to climb to be the, the difficultness of the level you're willing to deal with is much lower. So, but it's the, it's a similar thing. And I think that that's why he could sustain it and come back if he, um, 
wises up. But I just it would be such a shift in character for him of what it's been that I don't know that he will. So I think that at this moment, right now, he could still have a career, but uh, he keeps this up and he won't. Is is what is what I think. Yeah, we're on the same page, and yeah. I'm gonna take the fucking low road, not wishing bad on him. I think he won't change. But if he does have mental health issues, I hope he gets the help that he needs, and I hope he does change. But I don't know if that's the case with him. I think he just really has a fucking problem. You saw that mustache he was wearing earlier this year? I mean, he just really... I don't know. I just... I don't know, man. I think it's just... It's tough <laughs> you see, you just, I don't man. know. Exactly. He's like, such a fucking conundrum. Yeah, it's like... I, it's just sometimes people really overvalue themselves and i think it's like that's the definition of arrogance it's just like yeah where you think you are more your level of self-importance and abilities in your mind outweighs the realities of what they really are yes he's really talented but motherfucker it's not about you there's a lot of other people that make this successful and and there's a lot of people cut him correct and there's a lot of people that are talented and is your you might be five percent better than anyone else i can get but you're five thousand percent more of a distraction so i'm just not gonna take the extra like it's just not worth it so i mean yeah hot to crazy scale yep hot to crazy scale is basically what it is where did your ex-girl fall on that oh jesus uh i don't know man i don't know that that was the problem I didn't say it was the problem. It was just a very direct question. Just if you were to assess it. Yeah. She fell within an acceptable range until after we moved. And then it was just on purpose. Was it when you moved in together? No. Okay. It was after you moved away. Correct. Okay. And I think that it was on purpose. To like make it your fault? Correct. you know what I mean? So it's just like, oh, you did this, so you broke up with me. Correct. Yo, son, that's that bullshit. That's manipulation. Hold on. I think we might have a quick guest. Big C's, what's up? You coming through? Ah, ladies and gentlemen, we have the big fish in the building. Say what's up to the people. They can hear you loud and clear. Come over on this side. Hey, what's up, everybody? Just uh, running some Sunday errands. Keep it real. You heard that. Keep it real, y'all. And that's what CC, a.k.a. Conti, just did by telling us the facts <laughs> that uh, it didn't happen until y'all moved away. And it was intentional at that point. Give us some examples of what you're talking about, though. I think the people need to get a better <laughs> understanding. Uh, I would have rather done this if we weren't <laughs> so specific about who it is now okay all right really you think we have li- nah, if we have listeners yeah if we have listeners we respect people's privacy and intentions and yeah. i don't, don't want like to i'm willing to share stories in a setting that's not so like we're gonna talk about some other stuff in future episodes and i got plenty of stories to address <laughs> that you with just aired it out right now <laughs> because it's very clear for anyone that knows me who exactly this person could be it's like a un questionable thing um and now it being so long ago i don't really have any like you know still any hate or pressure towards it but okay fine i'll give you one thing that's really kind of just what it was at the end 
And again, I don't know how we got here. And this is a really weird segue <laughs> because we were talking about Antonio Brown. <laughs> I don't know why you did this, but. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Because I feel you. It was weird. It was weird. But continue. Um. In the end, we were arguing a lot, and then basically, yeah, no, nope, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to. Mm-hmm, I don't want to. Mm-hmm, I don't want to mm-hmm, go back mm-hmm. into old stuff. And I got no hate or towards anybody anymore. And that shit's such an old part of my life that I don't even want to go back over it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, totally I'm, understand, I'm just punt. Man. I'm just punt on that, and I'm not going down that road. And uh, I hope everyone I'll, is living their best life out there. I'll catch the ball and say. I appreciate your honesty and respect that, um, you know, especially the, I love the part about not having any hate or animosity towards anybody. We go through what we go through. We have the feelings that we have, but at the end of the day, we ultimately, <clears throat> we ultimately want to see people doing better and, um, pardon the burp right there, but, um, we really do ultimately want to see people doing better. And, uh, the way we got there though, was just in reiteration, do not let your problems outweigh your benefits. What you bring to the table is very important. And if you are a contributor to the team, we appreciate it. But as soon as you start out crazying your talent, whether it be causing problems for the team or what we were saying about relationships, hot, crazy scale, you are officially now playing jump rope with a very fine line of getting cut. Not saying that that was the problem in your specific situation, just in general. Yeah, uh, I have a friend that is going through a similar, he's going through a situation now where he's, uh, he's having a tough time with his girl, and I was just talking to him about it the other day, and basically what I said is, like, you deserve, my, my, my thing of wisdom to him, and I would give it to anybody, is that, uh, as a man, you also deserve to be happy. Back. And so, like, if you're spending most of your time just trying to keep everything together, like, are you honestly happy? And he was like, well, no. And I was like, all right, well, you, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to also like go home and be happy. And if you're spending your whole day, just trying to keep the wheels together and keep this thing running barely while this person just keeps trying to not do that and is doing the opposite or just literally putting in no effort at all. Uh, you deserve to be happy and that, you shouldn't have to uh, be feel like the only one that's trying because all you're doing is um, you're just delaying the inevitable time that you get to move on in your life because uh, everyone goes through shit and uh, you just got to worry about the next chapter of your life. And if you spend your whole time just trying to fix something that's broken and uh, it requires two people to do that. And you're the only one putting it together, then uh, you deserve to be happy and be in a place where two people are working as one as opposed to just one person trying to clean up all the messes. I agree wholeheartedly. So I heard we got some emails in. (laughs) Yes. uh, Yeah, we did get. (laughs) We we do have uh, we do have two emails. Uh, We got two emails that I can. uh, that I can go to here. Um, so, all right. So, here's the first one. <clears throat> okay. 
So the guy starts off, he says, me and my ex have been apart for about three years. Uh, so this guy has an ex-wife and a daughter who's four. And then he's got his own current um, girlfriend. So he's got a new girlfriend. They've been apart for three years and they got a four-year-old kid. Okay. So he says that my ex was having an affair and now she lives with the guy. He says, honestly, looking back, they're a good fit. They live together. They're fine. And the mom and I have a good co-parenting relationship 50-50% of the time. And it's no issue. He goes, I started dating a girl. And when things got serious, my ex just started seriously disliking her. I would regularly do things with the mother before I had a girlfriend. I would regularly do things with the mother uh, with the mother and the child, apple picking, bike rides, water parks, etc. My girlfriend for about a year now has stated that she would prefer if I distance myself a little bit from that lifestyle. And I asked my ex if she would be comfortable including the girlfriend, but she says no because she's not ready. And then I just received a text from her the other day that said, I told, and then he puts his daughter's name, that I'd take her to the pumpkin packs this week, and she asked if daddy would come. Can you ask your girlfriend to smoke a spliff and not be a bitch about it so you can come? So he said that he responded to her, and he said that he doesn't like... Uh, it's difficult to attend these events and activities when she's being disrespectful like that. And he had plans to go to the pumpkin patch later on this month with his girlfriend and daughter um, because they were going to go for actual trick-or-treating. And he says, this puts me in a tough spot because I want to do these activities with my little girl. And she really enjoys seeing her mom and dad together. But this is causing issues with my current girlfriend. And I think my ex secretly enjoys that. He says... Absolutely, uh, she does. And he says, yeah, and he says that, uh, am I being an asshole... Am I taking this out of context or, uh, you know, what, what do you think I should do? So you should just show up with the girlfriend period. That's, I don't agree with that. I think that's crazy. I think that's, it's very far escalation. I would not do that. I, I mean, I'll let you say why you think you should do that. Uh, but, but I'd I rather say, you, since, since you were clearly, I, would, I, 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 think, I interjected. How about I, you tell the people what you're thinking? I think that this woman, your ex still likes she's with this other man that she had an affair with you right and you seem to handle it pretty well and now you got a new girlfriend you're living your life she likes still having control over you and i think that if you escalate it by just bringing the girl to show up it could go a very bad way especially when you have kids involved and it's a very anti-male legal system i think that what you have to do is just say no to these situations, right? You're playing along into her game, and the only reason why you're doing it is because she's holding these events that she's doing with your daughter over the over your head. But you have said previously that there's a 50-50 time that you already agreed with with her. So if there's a legal precedent, right, which I hope there is, that 50-50 is the time that you're splitting with your daughter, just do the events with your girl and your daughter together right? There's no reason like you guys are divorced, right? And also your daughter is four. So my opinion, this is going to add really mixed signals of if there's some sort of situation where 
mommy and daddy will be back together. Mommy and daddy both have now their own separate lives. And there's no reason to muddy this water by sometimes mommy and daddy do things that people in a relationship would do together and then also have their own separate relationships on the outside, right? You can't let this, your ex-wife is your ex-wife for a reason. And she's putting a wedge between you and your girlfriend now. And if you just bring that girlfriend to one of these things, you're using your new girlfriend as like a weapon against her. Like, oh, look, I'll just show up with her anytime. And you're just going to escalate this into a place that it doesn't need to go. What you, you see, what you I, my problem do, is, Conti, is that I'm interrupt, interrupt you. Okay. My problem with that is this. And the reason why I say it should be that way is because she has somebody that she's forced you to accept into your life, the ex-wife having a new person. Yeah. And then he accepts her for the sake of the daughter and just understand that life goes on. Why can't he have the same respect? You miss exactly but that's what, not what said. But that's not what, that's not what she's doing because she's making events that only the two of them go to. It's not him, his ex-wife, and her new boyfriend. It's him and his oh, ex-wife. That's where I was misunderstood. That's what I'm okay. saying. No, 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 no. It's just them two. So like she's mm -hmm. also setting the barrier of the two of them. What I'm saying is don't, don't just don't do those things anymore. And yeah, in the beginning, you're like, oh, but I like doing them to hang out with my daughter. And I get that. But like, you can't just let her because what you're going to do is make your new girlfriend not have a good relationship with your daughter and you because of the way your wife is weaponizing them against her. So this you have to. If if the wife is not happy, is is not comfortable being around you and the new girlfriend, and according to this email, it's not like she's flaunting in your face the new guy that she's with, then just leave it that way. And don't do these mommy and daddy are still together and take our daughter out together events. Like, either, like, at the end of the day, she is... She is manipulating you into wanting to keep make sure the relationship with the mother of your daughter is the best it can be into putting the relationship with this new girlfriend that you have at risk. She's got her own man. And so you just need to say no to these things. She's manipulating you um, and saying like, oh, she's not comfortable bringing the new girlfriend to these events with her. That's fine. But just don't go to them then. Like, then you have to put your foot down and say, okay, well, I'm with her now. So if you want to go pumpkin picking, she comes. So if she can't come, I'm okay with that. And I'm not going to hold this over your head, but then I'm not coming. Right. And that's then, then that's on her. It's just, you got to get out of this cycle. You can't be, you can't be in this thing where she's controlling this ma uh, major of a portion of your life. I agree with that. Yeah. So you heard him. That's the wisdom for the day. <laughs> we got uh we got we got one more email. Um so this guy says <clears throat> I've been talking to this girl ever since I moved to a new city about about seven weeks now. Uh we've gone on a couple dates and it's nothing serious, but we both admitted we like each other and we seem to click. Because we both Has agree Did he have sex with her yet? I mean, he says, I, mean, I, keep reading. I don't know yeah, yet. I mean, seven weeks, say. I hope he had sex with him. Seven weeks. He went out on a That's couple of dates. It's nothing serious, but they like each other. And we seem to click. Uh, oh, he's 20 
and she's 18, by the way. So because we both agree we don't want to rush into things, we said we could see other people as long as it wasn't serious either. So Mm. seems like they're just casually dating, right? She's fucking somebody else, bro. Well, no, I I mean, he says that. that No, 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 no. She already is. Not that so it doesn't get serious. We should be able to. She was seeing somebody else the whole time, bro. But continue. Yeah, that that's not his question. That's not. I'm telling him what he needs to know, though. Continue. I mean, he already knows that. It gets very clear in literally the next sentence. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so long story short, she's pregnant. She doesn't want anything to do with the guy that got her pregnant and only really wants something serious with me, a 20-year-old oh, young professional who doesn't want a family or to bring up a child that isn't mine. She says that she wants to keep the child for her own personal reasons. Fair enough, that's her choice, but it's not mine. But I don't know where I stand or what to say. As I'm writing this, she's messaging me constantly, asking if I'm okay. I'm shook and concerned for her. She's only 18. And I feel like this is a huge decision for her to make. Um, he goes, I'm half running for the hills and half wanting to stick around because I do really like this girl. So I'm half running for the hills. And then half, I really like her. I'm half running for the hills. Boy, you need to get the other half and get the running. Ain't no half running. Run for them hills, man. Trust your instinct. Let me tell you a story. I'm standing at a place. I'm supposed to meet up with some people. Some two, These two girls. I'm supposed to meet up with them. I got my brother with me. You was actually there for this. <laughs> okay. I was like, I just remember. Yeah, it's like you was actually there for this. But anyway. We're standing there and uh, where we can't find because we're at a fair and we don't know exactly where these people are located. We can't find them on the map. And I tell them, my brother, I say they're over there. He goes, how do you know? I don't see a sign for the Ken's Beach Bar. And I was like. Trust me, let's just head that way. And we'll, they're over there. We get there and below and behold, we see a sign for Ken's Beach Bar. Brother was like, damn, how'd you know? And I told him instinct. Trust your fucking instinct. The reason why you want to run for the hills, because you already know this bitch is about to try to slap the responsibility of raising some other kid up. That's not even yours, bro. That's not even yours. You just met her seven months ago. I don't care if you really like her. It's okay. I really like pizza. I don't eat it every day. I mean, what I would say to that is you don't like her. You don't know her. Right. You can't <laughs> like somebody in seven weeks that you didn't know before that. You said you just moved to a new city. So you moved to the new city seven weeks ago and you get there and you probably didn't know anybody because you don't mention that you got friends or how you met her or whatever. So you got to a new city and you met this chick and you went on a few dates and it seemed and you've having a good time. So liking her means it wasn't terrible. That's what it means, right? It's not like this chick is 18. So she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing with her life either. So yeah, it's a tough, crazy decision for her to make. And like you said, though, it's hers to make. And if she and decides she she's going to keep that kid. To gain and you, every, you, she has everything to gain and you have more to lose. But I'm not even... I mean... I'm not even getting into the fact she that wants she's a pregnant young or whatever, professional, a, a dude like you. She she wants you because she sees the meal ticket. I've been there, player. Don't get suckered into it. Don't get I suckered mean, into it. I if she gonna, wants to bring the kid into the world, then she needs to figure out her future. She needs to get on her shit. You want to be a mama? Then do what it takes to be a mama. Take care of that baby financially, emotionally, or everything. 
I'm not even going to get into it. So it's just like, it's like CC said, you don't know it. Continue. That's, that's all I was trying to say. It's like, forget all this other stuff, right? Forget all of the other things of the fact that she's pregnant and all this other stuff. If it was any sort of issue, right? The point is, she's 18, you're 20. You just moved to a new city seven weeks ago, right? And you said specifically, I don't want a family. So what are we talking about? Right? Yeah, like that's, that's either, it. If you didn't that's hit it, it yet, bro, just flat. It, but forget flat about, no, no, no. If you didn't even hit it yet, just let it go. Forget if about. you still on that, oh, I like her because you went on a few dates and you still think she owes you some pussy, let it go. And if she did fuck you and if it's really good, let it go. Either way, you got to let it go. There's no scenario where you don't let it go. You said you don't want a family. She's having a family. So that's it. It's over. You just got there. Seven weeks. You'll find somebody else, right? It just relax. You're 20. How do you know it's just not yours? That's why I think go. he didn't fuck her. Uh, I mean, that is a good question. I would make sure maybe, hopefully, well, either way, doesn't matter. Make sure it's not yours, and then get <laughs> the fuck sure out of there. And then get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I think that's excellent wisdom. If it was me, I'd just move to a whole new city. I mean, okay, that's pretty, you just got there seven <laughs> weeks ago. I'm sure that you got there for a job or for school or something like that. So don't I was do that. Just making a joke about but that. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, it is what it is. Like, uh, you just, uh, you, you just, you don't know this person, right? Like, you don't even know a person until you live with them, let alone seven weeks of going out on a few dates. A few dates? Like, what did you learn that she, like, Went to high Her school and she school. likes movies, like what movies she likes. She likes like, scary movies and yeah, she like, likes the fucking show. Yeah, you don't know who this person is. So just, you don't like them. You like the idea of that there was a person there when you first got there and you might be lonely in your new city and now you're like, damn, well, if I stop talking to her, then what? I don't know. But you know what it doesn't involve? You raising a family you don't want. So just get the fuck out of there. Yo, That's- dead ass, bro. It's like, yo, bro, you're going <laughs> to resent this bitch. You're going to wake up three years from now. You're going to look at her and you're just going to hate everything that she made you do over the last three years. Just just preemptively don't even get sucked in. Yeah, just, just get out of there, man. It's not worth yo, it. Yo, because listen, man, you could end up like, never mind. Never mind. I was going to get too personal. Sorry. I can't. I can't throw dirt on my homie's name like that. Yeah, don't, I don't, yeah, don't. I smell coffee. Yo, you making coffee? Fuck. My bad. I'm a little fucked up. Yeah, nah, we we in the studio right now. We have (laughs) Ciroc Summer Melon. Get you some. It's really good. It's delicious. It mixes well with pineapple juice. Ladies, Ciroc Summer Melon and pineapple. Fellas too. I think that's uh I think that that's that's this week's episode. I think we're good on that. We went through our we went through our our emails, we talked some shit. So I think we're uh I think we're all good. So I mean I could keep going. Yeah, I'm not gonna since you're cutting cutting the mic off. I just wanted to say, man, I miss you. It's nice to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Miss you too, man. Uh yeah, so uh, yeah. So you got anything? You got anything left for the people? 
Uh, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate you. Um, Popeyes and Hennessy is always a good diet to live by. And um, check with your physician and see if you can sustain a lifestyle to have that daily. Word. And make sure uh, make sure you're out here. Um, really uh, follow us on social media. WOH Podcast on Instagram. WOH Pod on Twitter. Get at us. Uh, we like to interact with people, see what kind of things you want us to talk about. And uh, thank you all for listening. Peace. <laughs>